In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Genesis chapter 19, verses 23 through 29, where I'll answer the question, why did God save Lot? Genesis chapter 19, verses 23 through 29 says, The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zor. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. But Lot's wife behind him looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord, and he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the valley. And he looked, and behold, the smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a furnace. So it was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. When you read through the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, there's all sorts of different questions that come to mind. There's questions about why it is that Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed. To what degree does homosexual sin play a part in the destruction of these cities? Whatever happened to Lot's wife and why has she turned into a pillar of salt? These are all great questions, but they're all questions that pale in comparison to why God saved Lot in the first place. So here are three thoughts from Genesis chapter 19, verses 23 through 29, answering the question, why did God save Lot? Thought number one, Lot was hospitable. And this might seem like a weird sort of reason why the Lord would save Lot out of all these people who are there in the city. But in the ancient world, hospitality is profoundly significant. It is really important that you take care of the people who are in your household. When you invite somebody into your home in the ancient world, you are taking responsibility for them. You are saying that I am going to protect you like you are a member of my family. And Lot is there at the city gates when these two men enter and he imposes upon them. He makes sure that they are going to come with him. When they say, no, we'll sleep in the city street, he says, no, you're not going to stay there. You are going to come and you're going to stay with me. You have to let me keep you up. Lot is hospitable to these men and it demonstrates a level of honor that he himself possesses. Thought number two, Lot restrained evil. When the men of the city are coming to rape the visitors that Lot has in his house, he does not let them go. He does not let these men come into his home and take these visitors and bring them out into the street and rape them. He puts a stop to it. He restrains their evil. And in trying to restrain their evil, he does something that is profoundly difficult for us to understand. He says, I'll let you, I'll let you have my daughters. You can't rape these men. Well, I'll let you rape my daughters, though. And what this does is enrages those people all the more, as if to say, Lot, you are not allowed as a guest in our city, as a foreigner, as a stranger, you aren't allowed to impose your morality onto us. But Lot doesn't let these men attack these guests in their town. Lot restrains their evil, and he does so by force, barring the door, not allowing them inside. 
Thought number three, Lot was Abraham's nephew. So if we really want to know why God saves Lot, we have to talk about the fact that he is related to Abraham. And Abraham is God's chosen person. Abraham is the man that God chooses from among all of the nations to begin his nation of Israel, from which Christ will come into the world. And it's because of Lot's relation to Abraham that he ultimately is saved. It's because Abraham is God's specially chosen person to bring about his redemption in the world. And it's because God so honors Abraham that he rescues Lot, his nephew, from the destruction that was so deserved there in Sodom and Gomorrah. One of the things I love about the Bible is that even in these stories of destruction, there is a redemptive element that's taking place. And the redemptive element here is this promise, this promise that through Abraham, all the nations will one day be blessed. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Genesis chapter 16 through 19. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.